The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 96th Seed, a 1992 role-playing game from Enix, Dragon Warrior 3! And its opponent, the 33rd Seed, a 1990 platformer from Sunsoft, Batman! The Video Game! Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but... Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we attempt to find the best game for every home video game console by means of massive tournaments. Uh, You've caught us 20-plus weeks now into our Nintendo Entertainment System tournament, where today we are checking out the number 33 seed Batman the Video Game as it takes on number 96, Dragon Warrior 3. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Giraldo. And last week, if you joined us, you saw Iron Sword, the sequel to Wizards and Warriors, knock off Stinger, the latest in a long line of rail shooters we've played in this tournament so far. Uh, And today we have basically our second crack at a true RPG uh, after Crystalis, but I would say Dragon Warrior 3 hits more of the tropes than Crystalis did. Crystalis was almost more of a Link-style adventure game rather than it just had RPG elements. Whereas yeah. this one is full on wizards and pilgrims and soldiers and and turn based building and... a party and turn based <laughs> combat and fighting slimes and uh, yeah I so I feel like this is our first truly classic franchise maybe oh uh, no no because we did Mega Man a lot we did Mega Man we and did Gradius Gradius and. Uh, what else did we do? Spy mm-hmm. Hunter, I guess. I don't know if it's a yeah, classic. Yeah, I don't know but... that Spy Hunter's necessarily a franchise either. Right. And, I mean, Lolo, not really, because, you know, people don't really think about the Lolo games as... I would say, yeah, like, this and Mega Man are probably the two big ones. Yeah. I mean, this is a pretty big so game. This is oh, one of this is huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, um... For those of you who are not, uh, you know, big into the JRPG scene... They're still making Dragon Warrior games. Uh, they're called Dragon Quest, which was the name in Japan uh, when these uh, were released. They were when it was ported to the states. They changed the name to Dragon Warrior, I guess, because it sounded cooler. I, w- I wasn't really able to find a definitive reason for why that change was made. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Dragon Quest was eleven, the most recent one. Yes, and it's still like one of the biggest franchises there. Like yeah, they, it's, it's huge. They have, huge, like, there's, huge. like, a Dragon Quest cafe in, I want to say Akihabara. Somewhere in Japan, there's a, like, it's a huge, huge thing. Never really caught on, caught on quite to that level in the States, but it's still, Dragon Quest is still pretty huge. Yeah. Um, so, Dragon Warrior 3 uh, was called Dragon Quest Dragon Quest 3 uh, in Japan, uh, subtitled The Seeds of Salvation upon its release in Japan in 1988. Uh, it was, wasn't released in the States until 1992, 
It is a role-playing video game developed by Chunsoft, published by Enix, which later merged with Square to become Square Enix, who still makes the Dragon Quest games, right? Yep. And yep. the Final Fantasy, basically all the great RPG franchises come from Square Enix. Uh, it is the prequel to the first two Dragon Quest slash Warrior games, where you are tasked with defeating the Archfiend Baramos. Uh, this was kind of interesting because this is one of the rare games of this era that has a kind of a cold open like you would see yeah. in, a, in a movie or a TV show uh, where you see your character who you don't actually play with play as for a while. You see your character's father fighting a dragon and then he gets dragged down into a volcano, uh, which kind of sets the action in motion. Um I admittedly have not played a ton of RPGs. I got really into Final Fantasy VII uh, for the original PlayStation. Um, I have played... I, I I think I played this one and four uh, when they came out for NES, but I was nine when this was released. Right. So, you know, it... it I don't know that I necessarily had the patience for, you know, party building and leveling up and, uh, you know, a grinding. Oh, there's a lot of grinding. There's a lot of grinding. This one, one of my notes, and we might as well get into it now because we're talking about it. The encounter rate in this game is so high. Yeah, dude. Every time you just walk a little bit. Yeah. It's like, what? All the time. You spend more time fighting than doing anything else, which is a great way to build up experience, but also, like, my people kept dying. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love the old trope of your party. You saw it in uh, Earthbound, which is another RPG I got super into, um, where, like, you're at the front of the line and your party follows behind you, kind of single file as you walk through, you know, dungeons, countryside, towns, whatever. But in this one, I love that when you lost a member of your party, their ghost still followed you. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. That was kind of cute. Terrifying if you think about the implications of it, but uh, but fun. I'm just happy you don't lose them forever. Like, yes, you know, like the Fire Emblem games or something. Yeah, where you can't you can revive them if you can get to a temple. Um, yeah. I, I mean, this is there's a reason this franchise stuck around as long as it has. Uh, the music is really good. Uh, I made a note that it was cool that you could have female members of your party, and that it didn't seem to change anything about the way the game was played. Um, so I had, um, as I am want to do in games like this, I I either name the characters something silly or I name them after people in my life. So I was the main character. Ricky was my wizard. Who died a lot because wizards have really low HP in this. Hey, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> uh, my wife Malia was our soldier. Um, she also died a lot. Uh, and then I had a pilgrim named Wayne because you know John Wayne called people pilgrim. So I thought that was a f- uh, fun little play. Malia is a warrior. I can see that. Now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, what else was she going to be? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is great. So, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's really fun. The character designs on the party members are great. The character designs on the enemies are great. You know, it's still, you know, sprite-based because it's, you know, 1988 to 1992 on an 8-bit system. But, like, you know, when you think of, like, RPG slime monsters, you think of the ones from Dragon Warrior. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, the classic little blue blob. Yeah, and now they're not, I don't think they're enemies anymore in Dragon Warrior. I think now they're, like, mascots. 
Oh, really? That's yeah, fun. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They've seen the error of their ways. Yeah, because they're like, these things look so cute. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah. I just <laughs> want to buy a plush of them. Exactly. We're going to sell plushies. They were Baby Yoda before Baby Yoda was Baby Yoda. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just one of those games where, I mean, it's, there's no way that we're ever going to finish this game in our, no. if it moves on in our hours of gaming. Yeah. It would have to make it to the final to have any chance, because that would be two, three, four, five, six. That would be seven hours of gameplay. Jeez. Um, if it if it made it to the final. And who knows? Who knows if seven hours would even do it? Yeah. I feel like this game is a 400-hour-plus game. And it's, I mean, it's... I got, I did not make it, I mean, we'll get into it when we get there, but I didn't make it to a very high level uh, in that hour. It really, it felt like it was almost a half hour before the game really kicks into gear. Honestly, There's a lot yeah. of, you know, talking to people in the village, getting your quest, you know, going out and, uh, yeah, it, you know, you, you go to the, what the, like the, like the tavern to recruit your party and you name your party and you buy items for your party and you get them equipped and you, step outside of the town and you're immediately attacked and you fight and then you take two steps and you fight, you fight and you take three yeah. steps and you fight uh, over and over and over again uh, until your hour is up. Um, so yeah, like I, yeah, this, these games like this, I feel like Zelda's going to be the same where yeah. at least with Zelda, both of those games got a first round by, so we'll get two hours with them in the next round. Uh, but I mean, even that, you're barely gonna scratch the surface at two hours. The good thing, like this. the good thing with Zelda, is that we've played it already, so we know. Yeah, that's true. And we could probably shorten things up, but I mean, there's probably people that played this game. I mean, I know there is. I I looked at YouTube and I just saw some videos, and man, there's like guides. There's playthroughs that last 40 hours <laughs> like, oh gee i know i was like Jesus. i was i was actually wondering about that if there was any like a speed run anywhere on youtube but i don't know i don't know how you would speed run this game yeah i don't know because the like i said the encounter rate is so high you're always fighting there's probably 40 hours just of battles <laughs> in this game you can only imagine once you get up into like higher end boss fights <laughs> yeah yeah who knows but it's a classic it is. I, it, it's, the, the combat was awesome. Yep. It's very. Uh, I like how he goes all black and you're fighting just the sprites. Like mm -hmm. you don't see your character at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it. It's really like it kind of set the tone for what it, basically all of the console RPG tropes were gonna be came yeah. out of this franchise because it's like Earthbound is very much this, just with a sense of humor. Um, it's the same kind of, you know, you've been attacked by Starman and a mouse and, you know, and the screen goes black and you have to pick if you're doing, you know, an attack or a psychic attack or using an item. And that's exactly how this plays, you know, we're seven years earlier. Um, and if you know, if you played classic or if you played RPGs now, you're, you're going to get this one because it's, it's what started it all, you know, yeah. I, I, not always started it off. It's definitely one of the pioneers genre yeah for sure it's good well i mean it's the third in the series so there were you know that too yeah. there were two before it but 
Um, and the first one got a buy, and we will see it in the second round. I don't think the second one is in the tournament at all. Um, so this is, yeah, I mean, this kind of set off a new kind of era in console RPGs. Um, and it's great. Number 96 feels really low for this one. Yeah, that's that kind of shocking when I saw yeah. that. I like, what? It, I think part of it is because there are two other Dragon Warrior games on the list. Because they kind of did that with Mega Man. Wasn't one of the Mega Man games like 95 or 94. Yeah. Um, but well, also, uh, I know the problem with this is because later on they come, they came out with like definitive versions. Mm-hmm. So the true, uh, what a lot of people really like is like the Game Boy Color version of Dragon Quest Three. Yeah, it's just because they updated it and and it looks better. <laughs> oh, okay. So I think that's why they might have put it at ninety six because there there are better versions of this game. That maybe yeah that yeah. that makes sense. And by the way, if you guys don't have an emulator or anything, uh, they do have. Uh, in, on the Nintendo Switch, they have one, two, and three all in one collection. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. And also, the the main character is in Smash Brothers. So yes, Erdrick <laughs> uh, is that his name? I think so. Yeah, the, whatever the the default name is, if you don't name it after yourself. Yeah. And I'm pretty. I'm also pretty sure there's a Netflix cartoon that's about him as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, this is a very popular Dragon Quest. <laughs> like I know a lot of people like this main character a lot. Yeah, or and the story. So. Well, and you know, deservedly so. We didn't get super far into the story, but it was like when the hour was up. Like, no, I want to know, like, what's in this tower. Oh yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it definitely caught me. I was like, "Oh man, do I want to keep playing?" No, no, I'm just <laughs> can't. <stop. laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> Must win. <laughs> Must beat Batman. <laughs> Which seems Must like as as good a way as any to segue into its opponent, unless you have more notes on Dragon Warrior Three. No. Oh, one more note. So a lot of people. If you ever see the covers or the art of this game, mm-hmm. it is from the guy who created Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I can totally see that. I'm looking at the box art right now, yeah. and I can definitely recognize that art style. Yeah. Yep. So it's uh, what's his name? Akira Tozawa? Is that uh, Toriyama? Toriyama. Sorry, Toriyama. Yeah, he does the art for most of the Dragon Quest games. That's really cool. And I believe this was his first time doing the art. Was starting with three. Starting with very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's oh no, a, it started at two. Never mind. But did he, he start at two? Yeah. And he's still doing it at eleven. I mean, that's a he's still doing that's it. a heck of a tenure. And now, now he's doing the in end game graphics. So now, like his art looks like the whole game. So oh it's, wow, yeah, it's crazy. That's really cool. Um, so it is up against the number thirty three seed Batman the video game. Uh, which is a, a platformer developed by Sunsoft, released in 1990, loosely based on the 1989 film. Very loosely based on the 1989 yeah. film. Mostly just kind of in the aesthetic and with occasional single screens with pictures of Jack Nicholson's Joker. 
right. <laughs> question: Was it Jack Nicholson? I swear, it looked like the uh, the the Joker before the one from the '66 show or whatever. Oh, Caesar Romero. Yeah, it looked like might have, uh, but I know he like he he does say the like you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight, which was definitely a Nicholson line. Yeah, but I mean they may have used Caesar Romero as the art. I need. I just. I guess I just assumed it was Nicholson because of when it came out. Uh, I don't there, know. There's some shots that I was like, Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a sequel. Uh, it came out the next year called Batman Return of the Joker. Uh, it does feature appearances from several Batman villains, which is why I say it's a loose adaptation of the movie because the movie definitely did not have Deadshot, KG Beast, Maxi Zeus, Heatwave, Shakedown, Night Slayer, Killer Moth, The Electrocutioner, or Firebug, uh, but it does, of course, have the Joker uh, as the final boss. So this one, uh, it's a, you know, we've been, we've talked a lot recent weeks about, uh, you know, kind of beat-em-up games. We were talking last week, uh, especially about the uh, X-Men arcade game and the Ninja Turtles arcade game. Just, you know, walk, enemies come on the screen, you beat them up. You walk, enemies come on the screen, you beat them up. That's basically what this is. Um... It probably the closest analog to a game that we've played so far is the side-scrolling levels in the Ninja Turtles game, maybe just with sharper yeah. controls. Uh, Kung Fu, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. a little more advanced than Kung Fu, but yeah, Kung Fu is a pretty solid, uh, a pretty solid comparison too. Um, I do like that. You know, since you're Batman, you can, you know, like, jump and, like, push off of walls and... Yeah, you, know, you could jump off. batman yeah. stuff. Um, what was the other game that we played where you could do that? Little Samson? Where Little you could Samson, jump and yeah. hold on to walls? Yep. And I so, guess Mega Man, too. Yeah, Mega Man kind of does it, but not really. Kind of, yeah. Kinda. Well, he can, like, jump and, like, push off a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Batman could do that, too. He goes, like... Yeah. Yeah, there's one... <laughs> I don't remember what level it was in, but yeah, there's definitely where you can almost completely bypass a whole section of the level by just going up <laughs> on like a narrow little tube, just jumping back and forth a bunch. Um, I did make a note that coming off of two weeks of Wizards and Warriors and then Iron Sword, the platforming in this is not on that level. No, it's not, not very no. good. The jumping controls are really just not good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this has a thing that I don't like that ha- you see in a lot of, of games of this era where if you miss a jump and you have to like work your way back up to where you were, all the enemies you already beat have respawned and you have oh. to fight them again just yeah. with lower health because you've already been through this. It's, uh, But all that being said, it's still really fun. It's, it was a, fun. it's yeah. a good game. But I just feel like all the stuff that it does, we have played other games for this show that have done those things better. Um, and maybe it's because I've gotten spoiled by like the Arkham games and you know Injustice and games like that, where when you're playing as Batman, like you feel like you're Batman. I never really felt like I was Batman in this game, especially since you can, like, shoot rockets at people. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah it, it didn't feel like you were in Gotham. It felt like you were... It felt like you were in, like, a spaceship. I don't know. It felt weird. Or yeah. You were in the sewer. 
Yeah, it was really trying for that Tim Burton dark Gotham aesthetic, and it just didn't quite did pull it, it off. Oh, it did, little... they even have, did they even show a city? I don't think I don't so. think they did, no. Yeah, I think it was I mean... all, like, alleys, and then, like, level three is in a sewer, which yeah. I don't think Batman has ever gone in a sewer unless he was fighting Killer Croc, but there's no Killer Croc in this one. And sure. the Penguin, I guess, in Batman Returns. That's but... true. <laughs> It is true. Yeah. This movie was so. I mean, this movie. This game was so <laughs> The movie was great. For being the first Batman game ever, I'm sure it was great at the time. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I played Batman. Right. And well, the hype for the movie was probably insane. Yeah. But well, have you a, have you ever played the Superman game for NES? No, I haven't. Uh it's bad. <laughs> it's uh, it's really bad. Why can't they get a Superman game right? I don't know. At sixty four, the 64? Superman sixty four is a classic disaster. Jeez. Probably one of the maybe five worst games ever made. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the NES game is not it's not that bad, but it's also not good. It's fun in its badness. But there's a lot of, you know, kind of like this where it's like, you know, you have to use your superpowers to, like, spin really fast and drill a hole down into the sewers. And for some reason, there's just a bunch of gangsters in the sewers, so you have to fight a bunch of gangsters. It does have kind of like an overworld map. Like, you start in the Daily Planet, and you get an assignment from Perry White, and then you go outside, and there's a phone booth, and you change, and then you can, like, pull up your map and choose where you want to fly to. Oh, that's pretty cool. So it's that part of it's neat, <laughs> yeah. but, like, the controls the, the controls in Batman were bad. The controls in Superman are super mushy, because you can jump so high because you're Superman. So, like, you, you know, you try to just jump to avoid an attack, and you wind up just, like, floating up into the air like you're... Princess Toadstool and Mario 2. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, so compared to that, this game's a friggin' masterpiece. Um, <laughs> but, and we'll get into it in a minute, it, Like it's against an actual masterpiece uh, yeah. in this matchup. So that's a, that's a hard draw for Batman. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, let's take a look at how far we made it in both of these. We are still tied uh, at 17 wins apiece through 20 episodes. Uh, that is including uh, Ricky getting a bonus point for having beaten Rad Racer in less than an hour a couple weeks ago. Rad Racer. For oh. Dragon Warrior 3, it's really hard to judge in a JRPG. Um, my character was at level 5. Uh, and my pilgrim was at level six, and you and Malia were both dead. So I'm not sure what <laughs> what level Great. you guys were awesome. at. Um, I made it to the tower on the island to the west of the kingdom, but I didn't get to go in before time ran out. I believe if you go in the tower, I think you go into teleport. Did you go to the, through a teleport? any of your plays? No, I don't think so. I had like I had just made it to the island. I was in level seven. Level like seven, six, and I think my last guy was five. Okay. Well then yeah, it it sounds like you definitely beat me on that. Yeah, it's so hard to measure. It's gonna be it's, hard. It's hard in a because yeah. I remember we had kind of a similar issue with Crystalis. Yeah. A game with, you know, kind of an open map, it's hard to truly judge. Um 
I didn't I didn't do like any boss fights or anything, so uh, I didn't either, no. Yeah. Um I had a lot of slime. A lot, a of, lot slime, of rats. Blood. Yeah. Yeah. I did No, never mind. That was the next one. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh what about Batman? So Batman I I think I made it to KB Beast. I think. Okay. It was a boss. He had like a giant claw. He kind of looked like Wolverine. Do you remember what level that was? I no. Did that I made a note. Yeah, I was in. I didn't even notice. I was in level three three. Let me see if I can find where. Okay, he's the boss at the end of stage three. So you did make it oh, farther okay. than me because I got stuck in. How did I not notice the levels? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I didn't know they had levels. Yeah, I got really stuck at 3-3 because of those, like, frog guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. They gave me so much trouble that anytime I made it past them, I had so little health that I wound up dying and going back. And then dying again. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't beat Electrocution. I didn't beat him, but... Yeah. But you made it to him, which is farther than I did, so... Electrocutioner, who I don't, I've never even heard of, so I don't know. No, same. <laughs> same. Yeah, they definitely weren't rolling out the A-list villains for this one, other than Joker. I mean, Deadshot, I guess. Yeah. But, and Killer Moth is at least kind of Firefly. notable for being silly, yeah. And Firebug, yeah. A Firebug. Well, and Heatwave, but Heatwave's more of a Flash, Flash. villain yeah, than Batman. Weird. weird. Oh, well. It was the 90s, what are you gonna do? <laughs> at least yeah exactly happy to have at least one of them in a game yeah or to have Batman in general <laughs> right yeah so um, <laughs> the winner of this is going to go on to face well they will be the favorite in their second round matchup because the other side of this bracket is the number 97 seed Astyanax which beats Snake Rattle and Roll uh, eight weeks ago in episode 13. Uh, Snake Rattle and Roll being one of my least favorite games we've played for the tournament so far. Right. Um, Batman got a whopping 86% of our online vote um, between these two when we posted it on Twitter and Facebook. But I think I'm going against the consensus here. I I definitely preferred Dragon Warrior 3 to Batman. Oh, man. <laughs> I said it first, so you have to break the tie. <laughs> This is rough. I'm not going to lie. This is rough because the way I played these games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh. Yeah, Ricky was telling me before we started recording that because next week one of the games is going to be Dragon Warrior 4. Four he played yeah. three, the hour of 3 and the hour of 4 back to back. So, yeah. yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pat. I want to give it to Batman. Going with Batman. All right. So Batman against Astyanax in round two. Sorry, Dragon Warrior 3. You put up a good fight. <laughs> what? Oof. I felt dirty. I feel like I have to take a shower. Like, oh, man. I mean, I guess it, we haven't. The, the coin sound effect hasn't happened yet. You can change your mind still. No. I'm going with it. Okay. Well, think it with Batman. I think. There it is. Dragon Warrior 3 was great. But I think the next game is better. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and uh, Batman, you know, 
it was a good game. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know yeah. It's it's, it's not a bad game. It's I, I prefer Dragon Warrior three, but yeah, Batman was better than a lot of the other platformers we've played. So other than the last couple weeks, I didn't like it as much as either of the Wizards and Warriors games. But True. yeah, Batman moves on number thirty three. And uh, that'll be against Astronax. Be yeah, Batman and Astronax. Yeah, so, and then the, I don't remember who the winner of that. Oh, the winner of that is gonna face Super uh, Mario. 3. Either Super Mario three or Iron Sword. Oh wow! <laughs> Whoever wins that, so wow. which will be Super Mario three. Let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> Mario three is going on at least a two match run. Yeah, I'll be real surprised if it doesn't at least make it to the final eight. Because like, oh, we'll see, we'll see. Maybe there's an upset. Maybe. Then I mean, again, I haven't played Super Mario three in years, so maybe now with a new eye, yeah, maybe it hasn't aged super well. I doubt it. But. Yeah, I doubt it too. <laughs> I have a, a strong feeling that uh, IGN got it right when they made that one number one. But we'll see. Um, I'm excited to we'll see, see what happens. That's still, you know, the cart is well before the horse at that point. We've still got to get through. Uh, 15 more of these first round matchups before we get into the second round, uh, but we do now know for sure that Batman the video game will be facing Astronax, uh with the winner then moving on. It's kind of an upset. It's not technically an upset, but I feel like it's an upset. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, I would have put Dragon Warrior 3 much higher, um, but I think what you were saying earlier is, is right. Like There are other games in that series that do the same things and probably yeah. do them better. You know, the first one has a, got a first round buy, but that's because it, you know, the one that started it all. It's a classic, and then four kind of perfected it before the jump to sixteen bit. So it makes sense that that's rated higher. Um, yeah. But I also, you know, like one of the Mega Man games was in the nineties. Like it's, you know, some of the rankings aren't super fair, but I guess you got to right. kind of spread the wealth uh, on a series that has multiple games. In the top 100. Again, I don't know if I pointed this out at the top of the show, but the seeds in this tournament are based on IGN's list of the 100 greatest games for NES. So that 33 for Batman was where they put it. Uh, 96 for Dragon Warrior 3 was where they put it. Uh, And next week, uh, we will see the game they put at number 90, which is Section Z. And as mentioned before, number 39, Dragon Warrior 4. Dragon Uh, Warrior 4. But before we get into the plugs, we do have a little bit of listener feedback. Our old pal Ryan O writes in again uh, on Twitter, mentioning that Batman the video game was one of the dozen games that I owned on the NES. It's one game that I always wanted to beat, but I never really got far every time I played it as a very, very, very young kid. Today, I still remember the music. Yeah, the music's pretty memorable. Yeah. Uh, Like, we we pointed that out. I I know I mentioned that Dragon Warrior's music was good, but yeah, Batman's got some good music, too. It's not quite, you know, Danny Elfman's score the movie but it's good it is good i do so if you want to follow along look at the brackets see what's coming up like we just did to see that horrifying next round matchup with uh, super mario 3 uh you can do that at c-h-a-l-l-o-n-g.com slash kings of consoles that's challenge.com slash kings of consoles uh you can contribute to the show financially at ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles uh, follow us on social media, facebook.com slash kingsofconsoles, uh, at kingsofconsoles on Twitter and Instagram. That's where we keep uh, hearing from, you know, when Rhino reaches out to us or J.D. Sloan or, you know, many of our friends that uh, that have been real good about messaging it. Keep that coming. 
recruit your friends. We always love feedback. Uh, and uh, I had forgotten to mention up until I think last week that we also have an email address, which is kingsofconsolespod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to reach us there, uh, or you can reach out to me directly, I'm at LubyDate on Twitter. Um, and I'm at Ricky4518. And we will see you back here next, or I guess you will hear us back here next week uh, for Dragon Warrior 4 against Section Z, the 3990 matchup. Uh, so until next week, play old games. If you have to leave the house in between those old games, wear a mask, socially distance. I want things to go back to normal as much as you do, but it's just going to keep getting dragged out unless you wear a mask. That's simple. Yeah, please. <laughs> Plus, Ricky's already been called back into work, and if you don't wear a mask, then he might get sick, and if Ricky gets sick and dies, then the podcast goes away. And you don't want to be the reason the podcast goes away, do you? Yeah, I already died in a dragon quest. <laughs> right! Don't make it happen in real life. <laughs> just, just because Ricky is a horrible wizard doesn't mean he deserves to die of COVID. I'm also a horrible wizard in real life, but here we well, are. Well, <laughs> yes, yes. Arguably, you're worse in real life than you are in Dragon Warrior 3. Your conjuring skills are not great. Uh, um, I know. Good luck at your D&D game tomorrow night. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so aside from that, guys, play old games. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pedro. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects for this week's games can be found by the Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're